There's so much health advice floating around, online, among friends. But who can you really trust? Trust the experts. Listen to the world's brightest medical minds, our very own Cleveland Clinic experts. We ask them real questions, tough and intimate health questions, and we get real answers, all originally recorded live. Hi there, thanks for joining us. You're listening to the Health Essentials Podcast brought to you by Cleveland Clinic. I'm your host, Cassandra Holloway. Today we're broadcasting virtually as we are practicing social distancing during the coronavirus pandemic. We're joined virtually by Cleveland Clinic pharmacist, Mandy Leonard. Thanks for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you for having me. Today we're gonna be talking about managing multiple medications because it's important to make sure that you're taking everything safely and making sure that your medications don't interact with one another. So we'll be providing listeners with advice on keeping your medications organized, as well as providing helpful tips when it comes to labels and refills. Before we dive into all of that with Mandy, we wanna remind listeners that this is for informational purposes only and does not replace your own doctor's advice. So Mandy, I first wanna start off by asking you how you're doing during this pandemic and in all these crazy times. And if you'll tell us a little bit about your current role at Cleveland Clinic. Well, thank you so much for asking um, how I'm doing. It's been interesting as a pharmacist here at Cleveland Clinic during these COVID times and just making sure that we can take care of our patients and keep everybody safe. So thank you so much for, for asking that. Uh, my role here at the Cleveland Clinic, I've been here for 22 years as a practicing pharmacist, and my main responsibility is to work with the different healthcare providers, such as the physicians and pharmacists, evaluate medications and see what we're going to use when a patient is admitted to the hospital or when a patient comes to one of our outpatient areas and maybe receives an infusion of a medication or even something like a vaccine. So let's dive right in here to you know, this, this topic. What are the risk factors when someone is taking multiple medications? You know, why is this important for someone to be aware of? Yeah, so the first thing as a pharmacist that I think about is when patients take multiple medications, there are a couple things, but the top thing that comes to mind is just drug interactions. So it's very important um, to um, as a pharmacist to be able to evaluate that and educate our patients about it. So multiple medications, drug interactions, um, definitely number, number one on my list. So it's really important that patients uh, know all their medications and keep track of that. And then that way, when a new medication is added, they can make sure that they let their physician know all the medications that they're on. And then as a healthcare professional, either your physician or a pharmacist would be able to tell whether or not there's any interactions that would happen. I'm curious, do you have any examples of maybe common errors or drug interactions that you see on a, a day-to-day -day basis? So I don't know if there's any more in common, um, but ones that I think about maybe typical for patients would be when, let's say you have an infection or you're not feeling well and a doctor puts you on an antibiotic. Um, we want to make sure that there are certain antibiotics that when taken with certain uh, vitamins such as even like calcium or iron what happens is is that calcium and iron can bind 
to that antibiotic and it makes it less readily available when it's in your stomach to be absorbed. And really when you're on an antibiotic, you wanna really make sure that we take it for an extended period of time and exactly how it's taken. So, you know, that's one of the things that I'll definitely, you know, look out for. There are other things that might happen with the way drugs are what we call metabolized in our body. So how does our body, you know, work with those medications um, and how they are metabolized by our liver? And sometimes two drugs may compete for metabolism in our body. So therefore you might get more of one drug um, than another and that could cause side effects. So that's what your physician and pharmacist are gonna be looking for when patients are on multiple medications. And you mentioned vitamins. So I wanna ask you a little bit about, specifically about vitamins and supplements because I feel like many people might not necessarily think of those as, as interacting with prescription medications. What advice do you have for managing, you know, vitamins and supplements, or maybe just, you know, over-the-counter medications? Should you be asking your pharmacist or your doctor about how these OTC medications interact? Yeah, so that's a really good point. So thank you for bringing that up. So when a patient, no matter what type of medication they're on, whether it's a prescription medication or what we call an over-the-counter or OTC that you don't need a prescription, or even what we would consider dietary, dietary supplements, say ginseng or St. John's wort or, or something like that, some herbal type of supplement, um, any of those can interact together. So we can have drugs that are prescription drugs that interact together. We can have interactions that occur between over-the-counter medications and prescriptions. And we even know that herbal supplements as well have some interactions with medication. So I think the key point is that for patients, you need to keep an updated list of everything. That includes prescription, over-the-counter, and then any dietary supplements. And you know, today with all the technology we have, if people are comfortable, maybe that's just a note that you keep on your phone that whenever they say, what medications are you on, but they don't specifically ask you whether it's prescription or over-the-counter or a dietary supplement, you can kind of show them your note page on your phone. Or if you still want, sometimes people like to still write it down and that's completely fine. Maybe just keeping a list in your purse or your wallet. Um, so then that way, if you see multiple providers, you can make sure that those multiple providers know. Like here at Cleveland Clinic, we're lucky because we have you know, my chart where if you continue to go to a Cleveland Clinic provider, we have access to all that information, but that may not always be the case. And so you may go see somebody outside of the Cleveland Clinic, but you want to, would want to make sure both that non-Cleveland Clinic provider and the Cleveland Clinic provider both have the most accurate medication list so they can help you avoid any drug interactions or problems. That's good advice, definitely. And I love that advice for keeping a list just on your phone, maybe. Mm -hmm. How many times have we all been in a doctor's office and you know they've asked us what we're taking and you kind of freeze and you're like, ooh, I don't know, does my protein powder count? You know, right. Do my vitamins count? That sort of thing. And you might even ask um, the pharmacy that you go to or your provider, they may have different types of tools or applications that they might recommend, but it can be even, like I said, as simple as just keeping a note card in your wallet or once again, if you're comfortable using, you know, your iPhone or something like that, you can leave it on your notes in there, then you can always update it. Absolutely. Wonderful advice. So you mentioned um, going to different providers or multiple providers, which I know sometimes, you know, patients can't help doing that. But I wanted, was wondering if you would talk a little bit about um, 
uh, how, how to go from uh, one pharmacy to another pharmacy or one doctor to another doctor. Um, what should listeners know about making sure all of their care is managed, even if they're going to different pharmacists or uh, different doctors? So let me start with the pharmacies first. And, and I completely understand, you know, um, medications are expensive, right? We all know that. And even co-pays on medications can be expensive. So it may be that you might want an opportunity to call around and price out medications. And, and I get that. And that's the main reason I think that patients use multiple pharmacies. We highly recommend that patients use one pharmacy only for the fact then we feel that the medication list will be completely updated and the pharmacist can do all the necessary screening and counseling. But if that is something that cannot be done by a patient, then it's most important that each of the pharmacies have an accurate list of medications. So let's say you go to two pharmacies and at the one pharmacy you get three medications filled and the other one you only get two medications filled. It's just very important and if there are any changes next time you go in each of those pharmacies should be updated with your current medication list. As far as providers that's also really important um, if your provider doesn't have access to one electronic medical record or chart, the same thing would hold true. It's very important that each of your providers know exactly what you're on because when they go to prescribe something, the physicians might you know, realize that they shouldn't put you on one drug because it might interact with another one. And if you don't tell them that, then they wouldn't necessarily know that. And maybe the pharmacist catches that potentially if you go to the same pharmacy. Um, so it's really good for your own safety and patient safety reasons just to make sure everybody is on the same page and that list is always updated. So I want to talk a little bit about staying organized. What advice do you have for people who are managing multiple medications on staying organized and getting on a schedule for taking their medications? What tips do you have? So that's why you want to get a pharmacist involved. Um, we are trained to help you um, do that. So it'd be something that you'd want to talk to your pharmacist about. So there are certain medications that if it says take it three times a day, well, what does that mean? Does that mean every eight hours? Or if it's take, take it twice a day, does that mean every 12 hours? You know, is it around the clock? Or there might be certain medications that have to be taken with food. So does that mean I should take it you know, before breakfast, after breakfast, um, so on and so forth? So really sitting down with a pharmacist can really help map that out because um, there could be certain tricky things that we might have to figure out in your schedule and really to work with your lifestyle too. Like how does that all work? If you have to take something before bedtime, you know, what if I don't go to bed you know, at the same time every night? Is that okay? You know, type of thing. So, um, a pharmacist can map all of that out for you. And then in addition, um, there might be as well applications or programs to help remind you to take the medication at a certain time. In addition, everybody's probably familiar with pill boxes that kind of map out, you know, what should I take Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what time of the day? So that's another great way to keep very organized um, with your medications. But in summary, I would say definitely utilize the pharmacist to help you um, don't ever hesitate to want to speak with a pharmacist. I know they may look busy behind the counter, um, or if you have an opportunity, if you go to an outpatient visit, to have an opportunity to speak to a pharmacist. I think it's a really great opportunity, and they can help you um, organize everything so we can make sure you take your medications properly. A few other things to uh, stay organized with your medications that I may not have mentioned before would be 
definitely think about setting an alarm on your phone. I know that that helps maybe if you have to take the medication once a day and maybe it's around dinner time and you might eat dinner at different times. So that'll help keep you organized with your medications. Um, another thing would be is that, you know, we don't want you on any medications that you don't need to be on. And so when you go into your physician's office and you have your list of medications, and that physician prescribed you the medication, I think you need to be your own patient advocate and have a frank conversation with a prescriber to see if you actually need to be on the medication. As pharmacists, we often see patients are on medications that they don't necessarily need to be. Now, there are many patients with chronic conditions that have to be on medications for their entire life, but there may be things that you're put on for just a short period of time. You might only need to be on for like a month or two or three, and then it can be discontinued really be your own patient advocate and make sure you maybe write that down. If you have a list of questions when you go into your office visit, that might be one of them. Uh, would you have time to review my medication list with me and do I still need to be on any of these medications? And then one other thing to stay organized and manage our medications is don't forget that the pharmacist can be a great resource for the cost of medications. So let's say that you're having trouble affording your medications and a prescriber may have put you on one medication, you can ask the pharmacist maybe, is there another medication in that class of drugs that's maybe available generically? And that may be an option to help you because we want to treat you um, accordingly, but we also want to make sure that you can afford to take that medication. I think that's wonderful advice is, is using your pharmacist as a resource. I think oftentimes we don't really think that, far, you know what I mean? They're kind of back behind the counter, uh, you know, hurrying and, and packing, packaging pills. Um, it's, it could be difficult to maybe say, hey, can I have a couple minutes? Can I talk to you? But I think it's, it's a really important message that you're saying that use your pharmacist as a resource. They can help you stay organized with managing these medications. So what advice do you have when it comes to refills? Is there anything specific our listeners should know or think about with refills? So what I would say is that a lot of times refills, when you're allowed to get them, are based on your insurance coverage. So sometimes you may want to get a refill early, but you might walk into the pharmacy and the pharmacist or technician might say, I can't fill that for you because it's too early. The insurance won't let me. So a lot of times when you should get refills is based on your insurance provider. Now there may be times, for example, when you're gonna go on an extended vacation and you need an early refill and that is so important to then have that discussion with your pharmacist um, so that they might be able to make a call or contact the insurance company or kind of override it in order to make sure you have your medication when you kind of go out of town for an extended period of time. But what I would recommend is if you can just try to be consistent you know, for example, if you have a 30-day supply of medication or a 90-day supply of medication, it'd be great if you could try to get all your medications on the same time frame. So let's say you're on five medications and your pharmacy gives you a three-month supply or 90 days that all of those are on the same cycle versus thinking, okay, well, these three I have to get, you know, refill the first of every month or, you know, the 15th of every month. So as pharmacists, another way we try to do it is we try to help patients get on the same cycle with their refills. And we've really found out that that's helped for convenience purposes and also adherence to medications. Sure, and I'm, I'm assuming that the automatic refills, which are sometimes options at pharmacies, that probably helps with the getting on the same schedule as, as yes. all one, one schedule. Correct, yeah, that's another option as well. What about... 
expiration dates? How often do we need to be checking our labels? So it's a really good question and I try to practice this at home as well. I think it's a very good idea that, let's talk about twofold. Um, one, like what do you have in your closet, your medicine cabinet, in your kitchen, at home? My suggestion would be every six months you go through and you kind of really look through that um, and see what has expired um, or are there medications that maybe your physician has taken you off of them um, and you no longer need them. Um, I know here at Cleveland Clinic, we have um, things outside some of our retail pharmacies that allow you to put in unused medications, and that's a safe way to dispose of medications. So if you're not near a Cleveland Clinic facility, you may want to see if a pharmacy near you. Sometimes the police stations will have take back, drug take-back days. That's another way to do it as well. But get anything out of your home that you don't need or is expired um, for that and, you know, I know sometimes I talk to patients and, you know, you have a prescription and maybe you don't use all of it. So you stick back in your cabinet and you're like, well, maybe I can use this at a later date. It's really important to look at the expiration date. I will tell you as a pharmacist, there aren't many medications that if you would use that prescription the day after it expires, you know, something terrible is going to happen. But we really need to follow those expiration dates on those labels. It could mean that if you use it past that expiration date, it could lose potency. So you may be trying to take something that's not going to be as efficacious as it would have been if it's taken on date on the um, before the expiration date. But the other thing that I worry about is some drugs over time may change properties, and therefore taking an expired drug, we don't know if you're going to experience certain side effects from that. So it's a really good idea to only take medications within their expiration before their expiration date. What about storing medicine? Do we put it in the kitchen? Do we put it in the bathroom? Does it depend on the drug? What advice can you give to listeners about storing their medicine? So the, the general rule is you want to store medications in place where it's not very humid. And so sometimes the bathroom is not the best place for that. So we recommend a lot of people may keep it in their kitchen, uh, obviously away from the stove or something where you're doing, you know, cooking, things of that nature. Um, but it really also does depend on the medication. So it's really important when you pick up a new prescription that you wanna find out the exact storage. So most medications can be kept at room temperature. However, there are medications, whether they would be something that you would self-inject, whether you would take by mouth, so let's say an antibiotic suspension or liquid or a tablet even, it might need to be stored in the refrigerator. So it's really important before you leave the pharmacy, if you look within the pamphlet that they give you or you look on the label on the bottle, if you have any questions, um, it's really important to ask. Or even if you get home and you have some questions, always call the pharmacist back. They'll be able to you know, tell you because you wanna make sure that the drug remains um, efficacious and potent. And some drugs have a tendency to um, lose their potency if they're not stored correctly. So we wanna make sure that happens, um, that patients store their medications correctly. And so we talked a little bit today about using your pharmacist as a resource and having a relationship and getting uh, help, just kind of managing your care and learning more about drug interactions and how and when to take your medicine. 
So the last thing I want to ask you about today is what advice do you have for listeners about asking questions when they're prescribed something and being an advocate in their care? I think that's extremely important. We find that many patients don't know the reason why they're on a medication. And so before you leave that physician office, I would definitely make sure if you're started on a new medication, you understand why and the reason. And even if you bring a family member and you're comfortable with them listening to that information or you have an advocate with you, because sometimes when we go to the doctors, it may be a very stressful time. So somebody may be telling us something, but we're so stressed about it, we're not actually really listening or understanding what's being said to us. So having an advocate with you that can also hear the same information is really important. As well as I know that oftentimes you might, what we get a, a discharge summary or a sheet of paper that comes an aftercare visit where you can read later for that same reason. But I think it's just really important. Any new medication, you understand from the prescriber the reason why you're on it. Then another opportunity would be that when you get that prescription filled, that's another opportunity if you're asked if you want to be counseled by the pharmacist, to take that opportunity to be counseled by the pharmacist. So a question that the pharmacist is going to ask you potentially is why are you taking this medication? And then that would give you an opportunity to see if you have an understanding of why you're taking it. And then the pharmacist can reinforce the reason why you're doing that and also help address any questions that you may have. And I think along those lines as well as you could reach out if you're experiencing any side effects or anything negative that's happening. I think being able to reach back out and ask, well, why is this happening or what should I do is important as well. Yeah. And we say as pharmacists too, that we are easily accessible healthcare professionals. So think about it. You have all the pharmacies out there in the community that are open. They're a phone call away. And so oftentimes where you get your prescription filled, that pharmacist, you have readily, you have access to that pharmacist, you know, just by a phone call um, where it may take maybe a little longer to reach your doctor. So the point being is you may want to try a pharmacist to see if they can resolve any questions or issues that you may have. And, and that might be helpful. Awesome. That's great advice. And I think a really great ending point. Um, you've provided so many great insights and knowledge today. So thank you, Mandy, for taking the time to speak with us. Absolutely. I appreciate the time and I hope everybody uh, stays safe out there during this time. To learn more about pharmacy services at Cleveland Clinic, visit clevelandclinic.org pharmacy. If you want to listen to more health essentials podcasts featuring experts at Cleveland Clinic, Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from or visit clevelandclinic.org slash podcast. Also, don't forget, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cleveland Clinic, all one word, to stay up to date on the latest news and information. Thanks again for listening and stay well. This concludes this Cleveland Clinic Health Essentials podcast. Thank you for listening. Join us again soon.